0: You know, let's give Denver credit for winning the kind of game that they won last night because they shot the ball horrifically. They were in big trouble throughout the game. Uh, They almost blew a lead late, which was a problem, but they had the resourcefulness, a little bit like the T-Wolf game in Game 4, obviously somewhat like the Laker game in Game 4. The Phoenix game, Game 6, was not an issue, but they had the resourcefulness to win a game in which they were far from 100% and play good enough in big spots, get big baskets, and get a big offensive rebound hoop by Bruce Brown uh, to handle Miami and uh, win an NBA championship. The first in the 47 years that they have been in the the NBA. They also did not win an ABA championship. Denver as a city has only won three. I'm not counting the lacrosse, but Denver as a city has only won three championships overall. Rockies have been in a World Series Uh uh-uh. Oh, I should say, I make that mistake second time. They've won five because the Avalanche have won so Bork won one and the Avalanche won last year. So this makes championship number six for that city in the last whatever it might be, 50, 60 years uh, since 1960 with the Broncos. Avalanche got there a little later, obviously. The Rockies in 93. And the Nuggets, who have been there a long time, the Nuggets were there, you know, after the Broncos. The Nuggets were the second team in. Old ABA, Thompson, Bobby uh, Jones, and Issel. We've talked about that net series a lot in 76 with Larry Brown good teams over a long period of their history but never enough to win a title got close a couple times with Carmelo conference final but to make a long story short uh you know the Nuggets here were overdue they got a great player in Jokic they got a very good player in Murray they pieced it together properly with the role players uh you know had the one seed which is a huge help in the NBA West they didn't have to play the Lakers in round one they had the T-Wolves who they handled got their foot wet got their feet wet so to speak got themselves in implemented and orchestrated into the into the uh, tournament and away we go and last night again was not a pretty night by any stretch of the imagination they shot the ball I think it was 37 percent I'll give you the statistics right now if you're interested they shot the ball very very poorly in this game uh, they did not do a very very good job under any circumstances from an offensive standpoint they missed a million free throws which you never like to see they missed a ton of them which was another problem they only scored 94 points and Denver in this game last night from a box score standpoint if you look at it in a real ugly game uh, it was a unbelievably hard uh, you know they were five for 28 from three again they missed a million free throws they shot the ball 45 percent overall which is not the worst thing but from the free throw land um, and from the um, three-point land they were a mess and then from the uh, from free throw scenario they were 13 of 23 and yet they still somehow won the game they won it because of pluckiness it was a game that was incredibly scrappy hard fought I mean a lot of calls that were not made a lot of whistles that were not blown the one I thought they would overturn they didn't on the uh, Butler foul there late and he made the three free throws at 89-85 uh I think it may have been 86-82 86-82 when he knocked down the three free throws I thought that foul would be overturned but it was an unbelievably rugged nasty hard fought scrap it was almost like an AAU game where, you know, the refs don't call anything and they go kill each other for 48 minutes and AAU basketball, you know, a couple of halves and somehow, some way, we'll see who's left standing. And in this case, it was Denver. After Miami trailed, they got right back in the game. Denver at the half trailed. And then it was 71-70 in the fourth, start of the fourth quarter. Denver took a lead and Miami came right back. And Miami had two leads, as you know, in the fourth quarter of this game. Jokic scored the first basket and then Bruce Brown on an offense of rebound layup with about a minute and a half to go. Gave them their last lead, probably the most important basket of the game. Butler made a bad pass, which hurt him. He took a bad three at the end, which hurt him. Uh, and he didn't play great, except for that little surge there he made a couple threes and made his free throws. He scored the nine points. Not a great day for him. But this is about the Nuggets. This is about the franchise. This is about the fan base. I've never really seen a better celebra- celebratory celebration than I did yesterday. Crowd stayed, very into it. You could tell uh Jokic, uh, Jokic, he couldn't wait to get the hell out of there. He said, geez, now I'm looking forward to going home. So that was funny. He's, he's impossible not to like. He's a big teddy bear. The players love him. He wants to pass the ball instead of score. He deflects fame. I mean, there's just nothing not to like about Jokic. I mean, everybody on that team loves him. You know, you could just sense it. You can see it. Uh, he's a breath of fresh air. He doesn't take himself too seriously. He's good in the post game. Uh, you know, with the language issue as well. Uh, there's just nothing much not to like. We'll get to him in a minute. And then Murray, of course, uh, seems like a very good kid too. that battled the two injuries, you know, an uneven performance yesterday, he made a big shot, but an uneven performance yesterday Porter a little better. He's up and down. Uh, but the bottom line is this is really about Denver and the franchise who won its first championship. They won a lot of road games in this postseason. They won a road game in Minnesota. They won two in LA. They won a game in Phoenix. They won two in Miami. They did a very good job in closeout games, which you'd like to see, uh, uh, they split two against Minnesota. Want to close out with Phoenix and the Lakers. Want to close out here. They did, They stepped on people's necks when they had a chance to. Game four in Miami is a perfect example. Game four in LA against the Lakers is another perfect example. When they could have said, ah, hey, you know what? We'll play game five back at home. They didn't worry about that. They won the fourth game and they were up 3-0 against LA. And LeBron had that wonderful first half. And they end up winning the championship. It's It's a very good story for the NBA. It's something different. It's not the same old, same old, you know, LeBron this and this team that it, it, it's it's a, a golden state you know it's a Cleveland with the, in the finals it's a fresh face fresh team haven't won forever you know basically been a star crossed team for a long period of time in and out of the woods you know at times effective other times not so good had the great run against Seattle when they beat them down 2-0 in 93-94 90, 94-95 one of those years with Matumbo and almost beat Utah in the next round but it's, it was good to to see and i think uh, it's a championship i think it's a pleasing championship to most everybody who is paying attention i I'd, I'd be surprised if anybody didn't like the idea that denver won a title i mean you know uh riley's won plenty the heat are difficult to embrace uh, you know you admire the heat but they're difficult to embrace uh denver on the other hand you know he's a he's a big big teddy bear murray seems like a good guy malone's a good guy uh, the city hasn't had a lot of championships in basketball. Uh, to me, it was a, it was a, it was a great job. I'm, I'm happy. It was a great story, and it was a, you know. When they had to, it was uh, it was an excellent, excellent performance by Denver in many a scenario, and they got the job done. Um, so that's number one. Uh, number two, uh, as far as, uh, you know, could this team win three or four titles? Yeah, they certainly could have a little run here. I mean, they got two very, very good players. They're both young. I mean, Jokic has got plenty left. He was a second-round jet pick, for crying out loud. He's got plenty left. He's a big guy. He's hard to guard. He scores effectively. He does everything. He's, a you know, I mean, as locker he told us before the postseason began you know he might be one of the the best offensive skilled center in the history of the sport for what he can do passing shooting uh, he's a big lumber he, he running a break he can do it all he's a he's a you know he is something to see from an offensive perspective and I think a lot of guys from the old school would love him uh, you know and uh, so they have him there as their pillar uh, I mean it was in his late 20s I mean I would think He's got a good five, six years left in him, uh, and maybe even a little more than that. And obviously, Murray uh, coming off a major injury, is a very, very good player. Seems to get it. Uh, you know, he's he's not afraid to take the big shot. I mean, he's a cut below Willard. He's a cut below Booker. He's not on that level, but he's obviously on a good enough level uh, to be a good wingman to a championship team, to a twosome. And you got to have a twosome in the NBA. I mean, that's all there is to it. you got to have a twosome. Uh, you know, whether it's Durant and, and uh, Booker, whether it's Thompson and whomever, uh, uh, Curry and Thompson, LeBron and Anthony Davis, uh, you know, Brown and Tatum, uh, Middleton to a certain degree with Giannis. Uh, I guess you could put Butler and uh, Iowa in there. You have to have a twosome. And that's a very good twosome that they have in Denver, which they should be able to do something with. And if now now they're not a dominant team and they're not a great team. And that conference, you know, Golden State's got another year left in them at least. You know, uh, and who knows on Phoenix? They got the two big players. Some of those teams are up and coming, a la Oklahoma City, maybe New Orleans, if uh, we can keep uh, our little buddy Zion off Instagram uh, and get him in shape and everything else. Uh, I mean, that team's got a lot of talent. We don't know yet about Memphis, Sacramento on the rise. Now, it's not an easy conference. And again, Denver is not a dominant team. They're a good team. You know, they're not one of those dominant championship teams that you see there, you know, sort of hanging around for a long period of time. I mean, you know, I think they'd be in the mix for the, uh, you know, for the immediate future. But, you know, they're not a lock to go out there and win, you know, multiple championships. They're going to have a chance. They're going to be in the conversation. But are are they the clear cut favorite as we uh, begin next year? I'm not sure if I'd say that. Uh, With Denver, Um, but I mean, they're going to have a chance Uh, as long as Jokic is there. He's the best player in the league. uh, You know, they're going to have a chance, but they are not the 86 Celtics. Okay. They're not the, uh, you know, they're not the 87 Lakers. I mean, you know, they're not Russell's Boston's team. You know, then they're, they're, they're sort of a, you know, you know they're, they're, they're a good team. They're a good, solid team. Uh, but from a championship standpoint, you know, they're not awe-inspiring. So it's not going to scare anybody off. Uh, that's the first thing. As far as Jokic is concerned, you know, you got to win more than one championship to be up there with the, you know, all-timers. In this case, specifically Kareem Wilt. For a variety of reasons, including anchoring two of the best teams in history of the sport, the 66, 67, 76ers, and then of course a little later on the Lakers in 71, 72. And then you know about Russell with his eleven and thirteen years. I'm just talking centers. Uh, but you know, in the next conversation, on the next level, whether it's Elijah Wan, Moses Malone, Shaq. And it's a different game today. Don't get me wrong. But on the next level, that's where Jokic is. I mean, he's won two MVPs. He's far better than Embiid. Anybody sit there and compare him or Embiid to him is an insult. Uh, Embiid's a very good player. And, you know, he's he's worthy of the MVP. He wanted it this year and he got it. But as far as an all-around game is concerned and making people better, it's not even close. I mean, Jokic is so much better. You heard PJ last week. He couldn't believe that Embiid won the MVP. I mean, Jokic is so good. It is, it's it's mind-boggling from a standpoint against Embiid. I mean, I can't put him yet in the top. I'm going to make Duncan a power forward. Uh, I can't yet put him in that higher echelon, but he's right there with the others. You know, he's right there, and Akeem was great. And Shaq, you know, Shaq was a great player, but he dominated a very poor lot. Uh, when he won his championships, I mean, he played Jason Collins in the final. I mean, he played Rick Smiths, nice player, but he played Rick Smiths in the final. Um, you know, so I mean, I, I and he won the four, and Shaq deserves to be in a conversation, but Jokic is a better player than Shaq. Shaq's a physical marvel, but Jokic is a far better all-around center. I mean, just his passing, his shooting, his 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 attack of the basket, knowing the game. And it's not even close. Running a break, it's not even. he can't even debate it. It's it. It's it's not a break. But he's in, I can't put him, you know, way ahead of these guys because Shaq won four titles. Elijah won back-to-back titles. Uh, You know, Moses was was the best offensive rebounder in the history of the sport, Uh, much better than Robin. And a tremendous, and killed Jabbar and was on one of the great teams ever. So uh, I'll put him in that class right now with room to grow because, you know, he'll probably win another one. He'll probably win another MVP. I mean, he's great. I mean, he's, 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 a, he's a great, great player. He's better than a team. You know, he's a better all-timer than a team is. Team's a nice team. It's a night, and no, you tell me this is the wrong day to do it, fine. I mean, I don't, I don't worry about what day is the right day or the wrong day. We're here to evaluate a ball club. And, you know, I mean, I don't want to throw water on a parade, but the bottom line is that's what we get paid to do. It's throw water on a parade, and it's a nice team. It's a ni- it's just not an all-time team, uh, but they have an all-time player because Jokic is going to be an all-time player. Uh, Murray will not be. Murray is not going down as one of the great two guards in the history of the NBA. That's not happening. Uh, But he is going to go down as one of the great centers in the history of the league. And the thing you like about him so much is that you know you can tell how much his team loves him. You know, Kareem had an aloofness to him uh, from a from a fan perspective and a Laker perspective. Uh, You know, Wilt sometimes could be complex, uh, can be uh, confounding with some of his moves and antics. You know, they all love Russell, but, you know, uh, you know, we all know about his relationships with the media and, of course, the, the fan base in Boston, which, you know, he wasn't that endearing necessarily outside of his own team. Everybody loved him on the team. But in Jokic, I, I, you're going to have a hard time finding anybody who doesn't love Jokic. Whether you like the NBA or not, you're going to have a hard time finding anybody who doesn't like his game. He's fun to watch. He is fun to watch. And his team loves him. His team, they appreciate him and they love him. And at the end of the day, that's the most important thing. This NBA postseason, and Murray had his moments, but this NBA postseason was about Jokic. Let's call it like we see it. It was about him.